Hello. Welcome to our 40th episode. Surprise. I feel like I should be throwing confetti or something. I don't have <laughs> <Thank> anything. <you. laughs> and even if I did, you wouldn't be able to see it. So I know. It would kind of defeat the purpose. I'm Emily Honey. <laughs> Not throwing confetti, but I kind of want to. And I'm here with my mom and co-host, Charlie Glenn. Hello, everyone. And you may notice something different, even though you can't see us. You might notice something different about the podcast this week. Yes. Mom, what is it? We have a new name. Woo! Yeah. It's new name. exciting. It new is exciting. Name. New name. New name. So our new name is Good Things Podcast, in case you couldn't read it when it popped up this morning for some reason on your on your podcasts. And it's the same people. We're doing basically a very similar thing, but we've been talking about what we want to do with the show and where we want to move forward with it. And we're starting to feel like the name Uniquely You podcast wasn't big enough to encompass everything we want to do. And so we decided we should uh, think about some new names. Exactly. And since we always talk about our good things and we want our show to be encouraging to people we decided to change the name to Good Things Podcast. Right. Our goal with the podcast has always been to point people to God. That hasn't changed, but also to help people focus on the good things that God is doing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I tend to be a pretty pessimistic person. If you've listened at all, you know that (laughs) I am, you know, kind of a negative Nancy, kind of a Debbie Downer sometimes. And it's really easy for me to just focus on those negative things. So we hope that moving forward with this name change and with the podcast, we can remind ourselves, mostly me, mom's a pretty positive person, and you that good is not always the same as easy, that good things come out of the hard, and that good doesn't necessarily always look the way we want it to, right? Good things come in forms that sometimes don't always seem so good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yes, I am a glass half full type person. For sure. For sure. um, (laughs) I am. (laughs) I just want everyone to be proud of me for saying I'm a pessimist and not a realist because that's what pessimists like to say. We like to say we're realists because we are, but I know that I appear negative to people. So I just... I'm owning it. I'm so proud of you for doing to, that. Owning yeah. it. <laughs> I just need to take a pause for a second and share something funny. The other day, I don't remember what Jeremy and I were talking about, but you know, I was being, trying not to be negative because I feel like God's really working on me in that area. And I just said, I just don't want to be a Debbie Downer all the time to Jeremy. And he said, don't be a Debbie Downer. Be an Emily ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I see what you did there. Good job. Good job. So, you know, my new moniker is Emily Ecstatic. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, I'll work on great. it. That's great. Yeah. You, you keep working on it. I'm God to work on it. God is the transformer. That's right. He, he, he can make me Emily us. Ecstatic or, yeah. it, or even just Emily Enthusiastic. I don't have to be ecstatic. Yeah. See? Right. All right. We're getting off to some good things to right. start with. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Hey, I just want to remind you that it's all of you as our listeners, it's not the Good Things Podcast. It's right. just Good Things Podcast. 
Right. So when you look us up, look under good, right. not, not the. Right, exactly. Um, which is something I probably would have done as looked under in the. Me too. We are excited because we're going to be doing more interviews with people. We're going to talk about all kinds of different topics and we hope that you let us know what you want to hear about. Yeah. So we're really excited and have a lot of good things in store for you. Speaking of good things, let's talk about good, our good things for the day. Mom, how about you go first? My good thing is I'm just so glad the Arctic freeze is gone. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I'm really glad, and I've, I've shared this already on our social media, but I'm just so thankful for my neighbors because we were out of town during that, which is crazy. Also, I'm so thankful for all of you for not just giving me a super hard time about saying it never gets cold in the last episode of the podcast. How was I supposed to know that the worst snowstorm in 70 years was coming? I'm not a meteorologist. I don't know. <laughs> but in general, it doesn't get that cold here. It did that week. We were out of town. And I'm just so thankful for our neighbors who checked on our house regularly. And we had an outside pipe burst. And there were multiple neighbors involved in like alerting us and fixing it before we got home. And so when we got home, we had power, we had water, and didn't have to fix anything, which was great because it was like 8.30 on a Friday night when we got home. It was dark. It was cold. There was still snow and slush on the ground. And so I'm just, just so thankful for our neighbors and our neighborhood. And in addition to that, a couple of days later, one of our neighbors like left a box of one of, of like three of those like, you know, you can pay for like meal prep stuff to be delivered. Aww. They left a box of like three meals on our porch. Just, I don't know why. I can't, can't figure out why at all. Just to be nice, I guess. So that was really sweet of them. So I have like these three healthy meals with all the ingredients that one of our neighbors gave us. So sweet. We have the best That's neighbors so ever. That's so exciting. I know. It was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I've got some thank you notes to deliver today. See, That's my good thing. Lots Just of good really things. great neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Such great neighbors. I do think this is a really opportune time that we are changing our name to good things because I'm anticipating spring and new beginnings and new life. And so I thought, how exciting that we are changing our name and doing some new things Mm -hmm. in our podcast at this time. It just kind of made me all excited when I thought that. Yeah, it's really fun. So we wanted to start off with this first episode as Good Things Podcast slash our 40th episode and talk about the best good news that we know of, the best good thing, I guess, that we know of, which is the gospel. And so we're going to spend the next three episodes kind of talking about the gospel and what that means as we lead up to Easter, because Easter's coming. It's springtime. I love Easter. Mom loves Easter. It's just um, really prevalent on our minds right now. So we want to talk about that for the next three episodes. And to get started today, we have invited one of mom's close friends, and we're going to interview with her this um, episode. And her name is Diana Stewart. So we hope you enjoy our talk with Diana. Hi, Diana. Thanks for joining us on Good Things Podcast today. How are you? 
Good. Glad to be here. We're so glad to have you. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your job, what, what kind of things you do for fun, that sort of thing. Well, it's not a whole lot to tell. I, <laughs> mother I'm sure it's one, more than you think. <laughs> a mother of one, a grandmother uh, to four. My daughter uh, told me in college she was never having kids. And since I only had one child, that was, you know, Right. She gave me four grandkids. <laughs> um, I've been retired since uh, 2006. I'm a retired insurance agent. And um, I guess I would say for fun, I, um, I tell people about Jesus online. I've been doing that for a while. Yeah. And I am employed again. I am a uh, coaching coordinator for Groundwire Ministries. Awesome. That, that in itself is just, for me personally as your friend and um, working with Groundwire, it's so exciting <laughs> for you. It is see. exciting. And yes. I'm, I'm honest when you say, you, you know, what do you do for fun? <laughs> it's pretty fun, I'm just saying. It is. And I don't think anyone ever thinks of it as Fun. They think of right. it as something that's scary and yeah. hard to do. Nerve-wracking. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Diana, if you just tell our listeners what the purpose of Groundwire is and um, how you got involved in that ministry, that would be great. Groundwire is the only ministry of its kind that does 24 hours a day, seven days a week, live chat using volunteers. Um, the only one that, that, that does that. And uh, they have a target group that they focus uh, their advertising on and that's the uh, millennials and Gen Zs. They're the ones that um, now identify themselves as nuns, N-O-N-E-S, when asked their religious uh, preference, they answer none. So they're not in church. They don't have the opportunity uh, to, to hear the gospel. And so Groundwire specifically targets that age group that is basically uh, been, been left behind with their advertising. However, that does not... Uh, limit it to just them. We have people from every age group, as you know, Charlie, doesn't matter, young or old, and all around the world that, um, that log in uh, to GroundWire. They go to the jesuscares.com and it has live chat button, talk with someone who cares. Hmm. And so we, we have the privilege of, of talking to many people from every walk of life. I've, I've chatted with a heroin addict at the library or in the computer to uh, an Egyptian Muslim, uh, people from every walk of life. Uh, I have been doing online ministry for more than 10 years, probably more than 11, I'm losing track. <laughs> <laughs> I started uh, some time ago after retiring as being an insurance agent uh, that I had more time available and it was on my heart to be able to talk to people about Jesus, but I, I was not being very successful at finding people, you know, to talk to about Jesus. And um, 
And I heard about a ministry called Global Media Outreach. Mm -hmm. One of my Sunday school class members asked me if I would be a reference for her. She was applying to become an online missionary there. I didn't know what that was. And so I had lots of questions. And um, I said, sure. But God kept putting it on my heart. You should check it out. You should check mm -hmm. it out. And it was many months later when it wouldn't go away. So I applied and I became an online missionary at Global Media Outreach. They do not do live chat. Uh, it's an email um, type ministry, mostly international. And I loved it. One of the very first contacts that I received, the contact was from Africa. And he wrote in the comments, what must I do to be saved? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Can you believe it? Somebody is just asking me? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, now what do I say? <laughs> how, do, how do I put this in a really short format? Because yeah. you have to be really short format in that ministry. So anyway, that, that started me on the journey and I fell in love with it. They began to experiment trying to do live chat and I stepped up and volunteered to be one of the online missionaries to help see if we could figure that out. So that was my first exposure. I never did anything so exciting in my life mm -hmm. as this live chat thing they were trying. And I was actually leading people to Jesus right then, not by email, back and forth, right then. Mm -hmm. They couldn't figure it out. So they put live chat to bed. Mm -hmm. But one of my leaders contacted me and said, you know, I know you really like live chat. Have you thought about applying with Groundwire. I didn't know anything about Groundwire, but <laughs> since it was recommended, I went online, found the application, and I applied. So that was um, five years ago. I have been doing it ever since, and it is a fantastic way to spend uh, time. My husband died five years ago, and I started with Groundwire about six weeks after he died. It has been an absolute blessing in my life. I have not had a day of being lonesome, not even once, because of the opportunity to be a groundwire coach. Long story. <laughs> oh, but such a beautiful example of a willing heart, someone wanting to share the gospel and how God directed people to tell you about ways using technology today to reach people around the world. I don't know about you, but when I first started with Groundwire and I would get chats, I've spoken to someone in Scotland and Australia and Japan, yes. and you know, it just blows me away that I am being a missionary to people all over the world. Yeah, exactly. and in your living room or wherever you sit, yeah. your office. Yeah, <laughs> It, it's being on mission and you don't need a mask. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I love exactly what mom was saying, just how God directed you and used what you're doing to continue to guide you to Groundwire. That's amazing. Mom has shared with me and we wanted to share with our listeners that you've also written a booklet about how to share the gospel because we mentioned earlier you know, some people, most people probably feel very nervous about sharing the gospel with other people. Um, and so you've written a booklet called Let's Make Disciples that kind of outlines, I think, some of your process about how you do that. So we'd love for you to tell us about that. Tell us 
what inspired you to write it, what it's about. We just, we want to know all about it. Oh, look at that. You have it right there. I read it already too. Mom sent me um, a copy of it to read. So I'm excited for you to tell our listeners about it. It's been on my heart for a long time that believers are not very good about talking about Jesus. We know we're supposed to witness. We know that Jesus said to go and make disciples. We know this. And it seems to me that we just need one more class, you know, and, and, and so we take another class and then we take another class, but we never actually tell anybody how to know Jesus, how to connect with God. So it was on my heart and I put together this booklet called Let's Make Disciples. It contains things that I've learned over the years on online ministry on how to tell the story of God's rescue plan. Yeah. As we love stories. I mean, we tell mm -hmm. our stories and our grandkids stories. We watch stories on TV. We read books of stories. We like stories. Mm -hmm. so I wrote a book on how to tell the story of God's rescue plan. And, and can I, I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just love that you call it God's rescue plan. Have you read the Jesus storybook Bible? No, it's very similar to that. I don't, can't remember the exact wording, but it's, it's something like that. Like something like God's rescue plan or God's plan to, I don't know. It just, it's lovely. It's a wonderful, like it makes the Bible an overarching story. It's for kids. It's really good. I love that you called it God's rescue plan. That's amazing. So you might want to look into that. I don't know how old your grandkids are, but they might enjoy it. My kids love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the rescue plan idea is, it's a God thing because in, when you're doing live chat, with people that have never opened the Bible, they've never been in a church, they don't understand the terminology that we Christians use all the time. You know, are right. you saved? Have you been born again? They don't understand redemption. God just put it in my heart doing live chat. I talk to them about God's rescue plan. It catches them off guard every time because mm -hmm. no one has ever asked them that. And they'll say, well, what, what, what is God's rescue plan? And that's the question I'm looking for, <laughs> looking for them to give me permission to share. And so uh, I've been using that for a long time. So I included it in the book on telling the story of God's rescue plan. And so I wrote the book. I talked to my pastor and I said, I have this little booklet that I've written and I would like to have a class at church to help my fellow church members to become more comfortable about sharing their faith. And he's supported me and promoted it. And so I held uh, several classes at my church. And, you know, I was thinking that maybe nobody would sign up because it's scary. Witnessing is scary. Yes. <laughs> what we think it is until you kind of get used to doing it. But anyway, many people signed up. I repeated the class three different times because mm -hmm. I couldn't get everybody in the first time. And so I have the little book. And then one of my jobs at Groundwire has been a team lead and a mentor. So I've been training Groundwire coaches for some time. I send Let's Make Disciples to each of the coaches that I train. And they use it then when they go online and start taking live chat. And so my little booklet, it's in Japan, it's in Africa, it's in Australia, with these coaches that I've trained, uh, North, uh, South Korea. Wow. Oh, yay. That's and awesome. my little booklet is kind of going all over the place to help coaches 
learn how to not just do live chat, but how to take a chat about a person's problem, pornography addiction, same-sex right. attraction, self-harm, whatever it is, and turn it into a spiritual conversation so that you can tell the story of God's rescue plan and invite them to receive Jesus. So that's the goal. Yeah, that's amazing. And I wanted you to, if you wouldn't mind, share with us the acronym. So LET'S is an acronym. Would you be willing to share that with us? Yes. When you're talking to someone, maybe it doesn't have to be live chat. You could have a friend or a coworker mm -hmm. with a problem. And so L stands for listen. And if a person does not take the time to listen to what the, the problem the other person has, they're not going to want to listen to what you have to say about Jesus. Right. But you listen, asking questions. Asking questions lets a person know that you're listening to what they have to say. That's important. The E is empathize. You can listen, but if, if the, ch the chatter or the person you're talking to doesn't think you care about what they're going through, they're not going to stick around and, and really care about what you have to say about Jesus. Yeah. The T stands for transition. So whether you're talking with a person face-to-face -face or you're doing live chat, it's important to move the conversation from the problem to a spiritual conversation. So the transition is where we ask the person we're talking to an open-ended question about their spiritual beliefs because we can't know how to help somebody until we know if they know Jesus yet or not. Right. If they don't know Jesus, their help is going to come from hearing the gospel and receiving the Savior because then they'll be connected to God. Right. And that's where their help's going to come from. Absolutely. If they know Jesus, then you know how to talk to them. You can share with them uh, scripture. You can pray with them and encourage them. So transition is the most important part of let's. And a transition question might be something like, what do you think God requires for a person to go to heaven one day? That's going to require the person to tell you what they believe. Many mm -hmm. <laughs> times you'll get an answer back. Well, a good person. You have yeah. to be a person to go to heaven. And that lets you know then that you're going to be going to the gospel next in your conversation to point them to Jesus. Yes. The S is share accordingly. If they don't know the Savior, you're going to share the gospel. You're going to share the story of God's rescue plan. Mm -hmm. If they know Jesus, then you're just going to come alongside a fellow believer and encourage them and pray for them and share God's word with them. That's let's. Yeah, I love it. And as I was reading through your booklet, there was an analogy that you used that I found just really, really wonderful. And so I wanted you to tell us a little bit about that. It was the microphone analogy. I loved that. So would you share with our listeners what that is? Because I feel well, like that is so important, like so key to me and taking the pressure off. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. I think the reason that believers get really afraid about sharing their faith is they have all of this pressure on their shoulders. We need to let that go because our responsibility is we can't save anybody. Right. Our calling is to share the story of God's rescue plan. That's what, what we've been commanded to do. The Holy Spirit takes it from there. So I said, we're really just like a microphone. Microphones can't do anything on their own. He's metal. He can't mm -hmm. do anything. But when it's connected to the power source, we can speak God's word. Uh, we can transmit 
God's word, like a microphone. And, uh, and then the Holy Spirit goes from there because what does the Bible say? God's word doesn't return into him void without accomplishing its purpose. We can't save anybody. We just communicate the story of God's rescue plan and we can go, not on us. Right. <laughs> the rest is in God's hands. I've shared God's rescue plan. And many times, surprisingly, when we offer an invitation to someone to see if they would like to receive God's rescue plan, they say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's outstanding. They it's do. Amazing every time that that happens. Yeah, that is amazing. I love that because it isn't our, like, we can't save anybody, like you just said. And I think that a lot of times as believers, that's part of why we shy away from it because we feel like the pressure is on us. And if they say no, they're rejecting us. Um, where we're going to say the wrong thing. But I think like you hit the nail on the head if we're using scripture and we're loving that person and empathizing and that kind of thing, then, um, you know, God's going to work and his word's not going to return void, just like you said. We're only ambassadors. Right. We represent the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We're just ambassadors. We transmit the Lord's message. That's it. That's all our job is. I think many of us are... um personality-wise, we want to fix things. And so we get caught up in thinking that it's ours to fix, but their salvation is not ours to fix. It is only God's. He's the only one. And that helps me when I'm sharing on ground line that this is God's job to speak to the hearts of these people. And it's true. I am just a microphone. It's just been so exciting and fulfilling for me to learn about Groundwire and join Diana in the ministry of Groundwire and the many other coaches that are online 24-7. How can any of our listeners, if they're interested, Diana, get a copy of your booklet? I have it in a PDF file. If someone wanted to email me, I would be glad to share it free of charge. If they would like to have one of the hard copies like this, I just need to cover the printing cost. So it's about $15. Right. To have a hard copy of the book. Okay. okay. So we'll probably share your email in the show notes if that's all right with you in case anyone's yes, interested. Yes, that would be great. Because we'd love for our listeners to have the opportunity to, to have that because it's so simple I think (laughs) I think it just it's very well done but it's I feel like the simplicity of it is kind of what sets it apart from other things I've I've seen in the past thank you which is good I think simple is easier but harder to develop so I feel like you've done an excellent job with that Um, exactly I I did want to ask you one thing also if someone would was interested in joining Groundwire and doing chatting how how would they be able to do that they can go to groundwire.net or jesuscares.com. There's a tab that says get involved and there's an online application. So uh, a person would, would complete the application and then Groundwire would communicate each of the next steps. Perfect. So can I, may I share something? Sure, absolutely. I would encourage your listeners to really pray about doing this. It might sound scary, but I promise you, After a chat or two, you realize it's not scary at all. But here's what I want to say. Because of the pandemic, Groundwire's number of chats coming in is increased 
greatly. The fields are white into harvest, but the laborers are few. We have a lot of coaches. We have 650 coaches. But right now, we are missing 22% of the chats that are coming in. That's 22%. All these people coming in. 116,443 people came to Jesus last year. We're missing 22%. Just think of how many people could come to faith in Jesus if we just had more coaches. Yeah. So I would encourage your listeners to really pray about it, that they would step out by faith and let God use them in this dynamic ministry. It's just regular people like me. Mm-hmm. I'm old. <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it. That is so true. And I'm, you know, I just want to be like Diana when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope your expectations for future are a bit higher than that. <laughs> No, I am so blessed to go to church with Diana and have had a relationship with her for 10 years. In fact, when my husband and I visited our church, Diana and another lady from our church came that day to visit us. And so we have had a wonderful relationship with the Lord and with each other for almost 11 years. So I am thrilled to be a part of the Groundwire team and to be able to share the gospel with people around the world. It was scary at first, but we have great people training. When you fill out your application, you're not just thrown out there. Yeah, right. You have training and that is great. And there's always a team lead or two or three on the chat when you're there. If you have questions, we're right there to assist you and even she can look at my chats when I'm online if I have a question and I've had a couple of suicides that I have immediately instant messaged her messaged her through the system and she's been able to watch my chats and let me know if I need assistance with that chat so you're not alone when you're on the chat Right. Every new coach gets a mentor connected with them. So uh, besides team leads being at the website when you're chatting to help you, you have a mentor to hold your hand and guide you. So you're never alone. Yeah. And that's so great. And I'm sure that that reassurance of having a mentor there who can help you makes it just that much easier and easier to prepare you to have like conversations with people around you even because then you've had more practice. You know what you're saying is true because I, it's always it's been on my heart. It's part of the spiritual gifting that God has given me for evangelism. It's been on my heart to share Jesus. You don't know, what do I say? Da, 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 da. But after you do live chat for a while and you share God's, the story of God's rescue plan over and over and over, what happens in my life, and I know I'm not alone in this, is that I end up, doing it with my voice. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking to someone and then the next thing I know, I'm doing exactly what I'm typing on chat, but I'm, I'm speaking it mm-hmm. because it becomes second nature. You just do it so many times that it's just second nature to st- share the story of God's rescue plan 
face to face with someone. Yeah, yeah. I've found that too. But you don't even realize you're doing it. You just start sharing it because it's so natural. Yes. There's hope for those of you listening today who have the gift of evangelism. And even if you don't, there's hope for you to share it. This booklet is so encouraging and there is no reason for you to not become proficient at it. Right. There's, there's opportunity if that's something God's laying on your heart. We encourage you today to step out in faith and begin to look into these options and opportunities. And then before you know it, you'll just be living your life out there in the normal world and you'll hear yourself start sharing the gospel verbally <laughs> like Diana said. And that is also super exciting and so encouraging to know that we have a hope that we need to be giving away. Right. And this world is filled with hopelessness now. The pandemic has brought that so much to light. We just want to encourage you with this opportunity of a very good thing to use as a tool that Diana has so, um, well, she's just followed the Lord in this and let the mm -hmm. spirit lead her to write this booklet. And she's so willing to share it. And we just thank you so much for that, Diana. You're welcome. Thank you. Anything else, Emily? Yes. Uh, we like to talk about good things, obviously, on the podcast. That's why we changed the name to Good Things Podcast. So Diana, we just wanted to ask you, I feel like you've shared a lot of good things already, but what is something good in your life right now? What is something good? I guess what I would have to say, and this might be a little bit of a long story, but uh, just over a year ago, what well, was the end of 2019, I was diagnosed with cancer and it was stage three, fast growing. And so I didn't know if I would live or die. And so I, God taught me so much during that time because when the doctor told me what what was going on. I couldn't talk. I couldn't teach my class. I couldn't do any of the things I'd planned on doing. I got home from the doctor and I thought to myself, you know, for years I have taught everyone Romans 8, 28, God works mm -hmm. all things together for good for those who love him and are the called according to his purpose. And I had to ask myself, do I just like to quote that or do I actually believe that? I thought deeply about it and I told myself, you know, I believe that. I am convinced of that with all my heart. And so I managed to go through six months of chemo in perfect peace, not knowing anything about the future, would I live or die? But I had perfect peace because God doesn't lie. He keeps his promise. And I knew he would work it out for good. He said he would. Now, his good, he gets to define good, might be to take me home. That was good. Or maybe his good was to leave me here to serve him longer. That was good. God healed me and left me here longer. I get up each day with joy in my heart. And each day is a wonderful gift from God as he's left me here to serve him because he, he healed my body and I feel great. So that's what's good in my life. That is amazing. I love that God gets to decide what good is. I love that. Diana, thank you so much again for being on our show today. We have loved talking to you. It's been wonderful to finally meet you and talk to you. <laughs> I've heard so much about you from mom over the years, actually. So I really appreciate you joining Thank us. you, Emily. Thank yeah. you. Thank you guys for having me. I am always so inspired when I talk to Diana. She just has such a calmness and yes. um, a 
great energy around her, especially when we talk about the gospel and sharing the gospels. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I we weren't in the same room or anything, obviously, because we're recording um, via the internet, like fancy people, I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, even just from talking with her and just being able to see her, I could just, it was like, it's almost like peace like emanates from her. It was so wonderful just to um, finally get to meet her and, and chat with her and hear her talk about the gospel and just be encouraged by her. So that was really, really encouraging. Was there anything that stuck out to you, mom, that was just extra encouraging today? Yes. I, um, I love her testimony about her cancer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, what she experienced with Romans eight twenty eight. I think that God brings all of us to points in our life where we have to face the word of God and determine if we truly believe it for ourselves. And I think that we, we love it, we read it, we apply it to our lives, but there are definitely those times where God calls us into action. And I was just so moved by what she said about how she had to really think about, do I really believe that myself? Yeah, I think that's so encouraging because I think it's easy to feel like you're alone if you're questioning your faith or what you believe. It's very easy to feel like no one else feels this way. Everybody else is, you know, having their quiet time every day and really, really trust God. Um, So to hear someone, especially someone as strong as Diana say, you know, do I really believe this? And then realize, yes, I do believe this and that God is good. That's, I feel like super encouraging to me. And so I hope also really encouraging to our listeners as well. Yeah. Yeah, It's really great to, really great to talk to her. Um, So we hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation with Diana today, and we are going to have her email and links to groundwire and jesuscares.com on our show notes. So if you're interested in Diana's booklet or with um, trying to coach with Groundwire, or if you just have questions and want to chat with somebody, you can log on to jesuscares.com and chat with somebody who knows it might be Diana or my mom, but you won't know because they don't give out their names. I don't well, actually, when you sign into a chat, you do see the name of the person you're chatting with. Oh, so, so then you would know. You will have our name, yes, and yeah. on the chat because- gotcha. I learned from experience. I didn't know if they could see our names. And so Mm -hmm. there were a few times I just said, hi. And they said, hi, Charlie, typed it back. And I was like, okay, they see my name like I see their name. Can see your name. Yeah. So you would know, I guess, because there aren't a lot of Charlies running around out there (laughs) in the world. (laughs) But that is just a safe place where you could be anonymous if you have questions or struggling with something that you could go and get some help as well. Right, and just let me say as a coach, none of your personal information is ever given out. It's very secure. Right. You are not ever to give out any information either. So it's a very secure place to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you know of anyone who has questions or want somewhere to go, or if you just wanna share that so that, you know, someone else might want to go there. would love for you to do that. That would be incredible. Those will be linked in the show notes, like I said, so make sure you go over there. Uh, 
And we hope that you haven't had any issues with our name change. We're really hoping technology has worked well, but if not, make sure you're subscribed because we changed our name this episode. So go to your podcast app and subscribe. We've got a lot more good things in store for you in the next uh, few weeks, next coming episodes, and just beyond that. So we're excited about that and share this podcast with your friends. We'd love for you to share um, Diana's booklet with people or just this episode with people who might be interested or might be timid or whatever about sharing the gospel. We'd love for you to pass it on. And like you can tell, she said she'd send you the PDF for free. She's really not in this for the money at all. She's just really interested in sharing the gospel with people. So we'd love for you to share this episode and share her information as well with anyone interested in her booklet. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our first episode as Good Things Podcast and our 40th episode overall. Mom, will you pray for us today? I will. Thanks. Father, we come to you rejoicing that you provide a rescue plan for all of us. And we just thank you for how you enabled and led Diana to write this booklet and to have all of this experience as an online missionary for you. I, it's just been so encouraging. Father, I just lift up our listeners today. I pray that this word would be encouraging to them. If they have any questions, Lord, I just pray that they would truly step out and not be afraid and contact any of us regarding this message. Father, we just praise you for the sunshine and the rain and even the good things that you brought out of the Arctic storm situation, because I know that you do bring good things out of the hard times in our lives. So we just praise you and thank you today for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening. We love you and we'll talk to you in two weeks.